quarter. For the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. Under the wise leadership of Avatar Roku, the world has experienced an era of peace and prosperity unlike any other. But with the recent death of Avatar Roku after his volcanic island erupted, members of all four nations feel the winds and tides of change. With the search for the new Avatar only just beginning, the world seems poised on the brink of conflict. But without the Avatar, who will save the world? Hi, I'm Andrew. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Archie. I play Aquila, a bloodbender from the Northern Water Tribe. G'day, I'm Brandon. I play Rungbolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. Hi, my name is Bree, and I play Sherva, a weapon specialist from the Fire Nation. Hi, I'm Dave, and I play Al, an airbender from the Northern Air Temple. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Good morning. Hello, Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Dave. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to the Lost Archives. It is lovely to have you all join us for Avatar Legends once again. Uh, Hope hope you guys are all doing well. We're all doing pretty well, except for Brandon, who at the very last second informed us that he had food poisoning from sesame oil. Dave, I pass over to you. Is this possible? No, it is definitely not possible. <laughs> Unless you're allergic to sesame. Well, then then it's it, not food poisoning, because that's an allergy. Yeah, and then it doesn't really matter yeah. how much sesame oil you've kind of had. It's the fact that you've had it. It's the problem, right, at that, at that yeah. moment. A tablespoon is not that much more than a teaspoon. That's very, very fair. I think it's exactly 10 mils more. I remember my uh, my mills closely. Ten mills, ten mills is nothing. I can, yeah. I can do a shot of do a shot of ten mills of sesame <laughs> right now, Dave. Yeah. Dave's like, yeah, I do every morning. That's how I get up and how I get ready for the day. That's some people drink apple cider. I drink sesame oil. So some people have a hot cup of coffee. I just have a slightly warmed sake glass of sesame oil. <laughs> Start my day. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, um, we're not we're not shaming Brandon. We are shaming. We are shaming we are. Brandon. We are <laughs> shaming a bit, Brandon. Yeah. We're shaming Brandon. Um, I will be playing the character of Rung Bolo tonight in his absence, um, which is fine because apparently no one can tell us apart when I do Rung's voice anyway. So for podcast listeners, you mean you mean wrong, you didn't even need this. Doesn't even matter. Uh, you don't need this announcement. But for those watching live or watching on YouTube, you'll notice um, Brandon's face to my uh, right, uh, your left is is grayed out. Um, Dave, if you want to put your fist up and just occasionally punch. The, the little like profile picture other way other way got to punch the other side the sucker yeah. punch that was a sucker that punch yeah, that's got, right. got him in the yeah. face perfect <laughs> um other fun news to share uh next monday you are going to get some double d and d uh there is a 24 hour live stream <laughs> event uh happening over at corsairs cove for talk like a pirate day running from sunday the 17th to monday the 18th i can say we really enjoyed my double d and DJ, I really enjoyed that. I could see you giving me the side eye of, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Um, sex sells. And um, we're going to we're gonna really, like, and I, I, I also, like, it's going to be double D and D and booty plundering as we have a, a pirate-themed one-shot going down at Corsair's Cove 
on Monday the 18th. As I said, it's a full 24-hour live stream event of um, pirate-themed D&D and RPG sessions for Talk Like a Pirate Day. I'm going to be running a session from uh, about 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time through to about 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's about a three, four-hour session. Um, It's going to be a pirate-themed one-shot set in the world of Nostea, which is where all of uh, the D&D streams that you watch and enjoy and love on this channel are set for Curse of Strahd, for Return of the Giants, Tyranny of Dragons. It's all going to be set in there. We've got a load of really fun guests coming along. It's going to be awesome so make sure you come and check it out it's going to be lots and lots of fun if you can't make it to mine don't worry about it there's ones happening as i said for a full 24 hours so go and check them out it's going to be lots and lots of fun so that's twitch.tv slash corsairs cove um we will be recording them they will be up on youtube as well as soon as i have the links i'll send them through it's probably the only fun announcement i have to make for the coming things i think that's kind of kind of it for fun things to share anyone else got anything fun things fun things to share <clears throat> Uh, I joined a, um, how do I say, recreational esports league for Rocket League. That's on Sundays. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. <clears throat> we you got absolutely it? demolished in our first game. Uh, they oh, stream man. it. So there's a full commentator and everything. Oh, um, nice. Oh, wow. do, you know, and, do you know where? We'll give him a shout out and people can go check him out. I will come back to you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fantastic. It's, a, it's, a, it's streamed on YouTube. It's pretty cool. But um, the commentator is very energetic. And mm. the way he talks makes us sound a lot better than we are. So um, I'm all for it. There you go. That's fantastic. I When we have that information, definitely go and check out when Dave next Dave is next playing. When are you next playing, Dave? Do you know? Uh, Sundays. Um, but I think the league's still just getting started. So not 100% sure. We had a, bit, we had a friendly on uh, last Sunday, which is where we underperformed. But it's stressful playing on stream. It really is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's even more stressful running um, all the background things that need to happen with stream at the same time, playing lots of different characters and trying to make sure there's a coherent story for people to enjoy. It's bizarre. It may come as a shock. (laughs) But you make it look so easy, Owen. No, I don't think I do. I think the early sessions of Tyranny of Dragons, where you just see me panic (laughs) from different screens, is a bit of a giveaway. The first time the cameras come on, you can just see me constantly being like, Ah! (laughs) <laughs> so try and get things and pull open information. Oh man, that, that was fun. First few, uh, first few episodes. But yeah, definitely, definitely go and check out Dave when he's um, got some games up. And yeah, when you when you have the dates and times, I'll chuck them as a pinned comment in the um, in the YouTube video so people can go and check it out. That'd be really cool. I think, I think that's all of our fun announcements. Should we jump into the session? Andrew needs to yes. have his shot of uh, sesame oil to help wake him up. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Everything is in pain. <laughs> that does sound like a medical problem, um, which you can get checked out after the session. So let's begin. <laughs> Previously on Avatar Legends. <laughs> Previously on Avatar Legends, three of the elemental spirits have been calmed. The team having travelled to almost all four corners of the world, travelling across land, sea, and air to hunt down the mysterious spirits of the elemental powers in a hope to calm their rage and undo a careless wish made of the whale spirit of the Siwong Desert. With only the spirit of fire, the dragon spirit left, the team are now on their way across the western ocean towards the Fire Nation. Having left behind the city of Omashu following uh, attendance of a performance by the Ember Island players that catalogued approximately their journey and their experiences so far um 
Exactly, just slightly. <laughs> the rest of the crew um, had a bit of an impromptu meeting with Pung, who also had been the subject of this play and painted in a rather unflattering light. After spending a bit of time with some of Pung's guards while Pung was dealing with the Dai Li, the party were able to kind of talk Pung out of dragging them back in chains to Ba Sing Se and blaming them for the uh, the play that had been put on painting Pung in a very unflattering light. We left off last session as the team restocked supplies, climbed back onto Mango the Sky Bison, and took off. As the ground falls away beneath you, the rocky mountain terrain fades into an almost uniform, dusty brown below you. The ocean, far to the west, begins to move closer and closer as Mango picks up speed, altitude allowing her to travel much faster than you ever could walking on the ground. The occasional wisp of cloud, gust of breeze ruffles your hair or passes through, drenching your clothes very lightly with a a light dusting of condensation as you continue on westward. Over the next two to three hours as you travel high above the ocean, the journey is almost monotonous, if not for the anxiety probably growing in most of your hearts with the knowledge of where you are headed next. From what you've learned of the Fire Nation in the last few weeks, it's clear that something nefarious is going on. The increase in military presence, the work to excavate the Siwong Desert for the magnetic material, as well as this apparent spirit sigil that a certain General Zhao has been keeping in his possession, it's clear that the Fire Nation are up to something. But just what that might be, you do not know. While you are travelling over the ocean, what would your characters be doing? You've got about a sort of two, three hour gap before you start to see the first of the islands far beneath you. What would you guys be doing? Sherva is stressing out. Yeah, not, very fair. Not so much about going back to the Fire Nation, more so about seeing her sister. So... Now, Rung and Al, please, please do not embarrass me in front of her. Sheva, when when have I ever embarrassed you? I'm going to take that as a rhetorical question. Um, (laughs) I'm psychologically incapable of being embarrassing. No, see, (laughs) she knows you. She knows how much of a shit you are. But I just... Don't, don't maybe tell her everything that we've been up to because, like, I'm supposed to be keeping you safe and she's going to rub it in my face so hard for any trouble that we've gotten into. I'm supposed Wait. to be the reason why you are, like, perfectly fine. So we just... That's still technically true, don't Not worry. tell her all the details about, you know, you disappearing... Uh, or disappearing in this timeline uh, about the wish that you made that could, you know, destroy the world um, and maybe we don't tell her about all the near-death experiences. So don't mention the war. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is your is your sister a guard as well? Does she have to bodyguard some poor noble? She used to be, but her charge passed. Um, 
Doesn't seem like she can give you any shit then. She <laughs> fucked up, right? Well, no, she was off duty that time. They were with someone else. Um, but yeah, no, she thinks she's better than me in every single way. Um, and she? she doesn't let me forget it. Oh, off duty, Sherwood. Do, do you ever go off duty? You, you seem to always have to work for Marco. Nah, yeah. Sherva really likes duty. <laughs> really? <laughs> he said duty. Really? That, that's right. That's <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, There's a no. big difference between being out in the world taking care of somebody and being back in the Fire Nation. If we were in the Fire Nation, I would get a couple days off every now and then. But, I mean, who's going to relieve me? Well, do you, do, you, do you actually get paid to look after Marco? <laughs> Not so much. It's more of a sacred duty from my family to his. So you, you don't get overtime? No. We get paid I've earned it. What's overtime, guys? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I heard someone in the Earth Nation talking about it. We, we yeah, we, I don't, I don't understand money. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, no, we won't embarrass you, Sheva. We'll leave the talking to you, and we'll leave the clowning for later. Killer, no blood banning. Unless it's a live or death, life or death situation. All right. Or for fun. No piss bending. Like chili, like chili eating competitions. <laughs> I, I haven't learnt that I can piss bend yet. I just know, like I, <laughs> I myself know that I could piss bend, but Killer <laughs> doesn't know that he could piss bend yet. You don't it's, think he's I, thought about it? I uh, just, I, I regret <laughs> deeply that the narrative is now that you can piss Ben. That's, <laughs> that was not the idea. The idea was that you could create crystals out of salt water, like you could create salt I crystals. could create piss crystals? Uh, yes. There is salt or in pee, so yes. Technically. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the science is against me on this one. Um, that's a real um, shame. I just thought it'd be really cool for you to be able to like, extract like salt daggers out of seawater or create, yeah, like, I don't cool. know, just that That'd be cool. kind of cool. But you know what's even cooler? Yeah. Piss bending. Piss bending. <laughs> <laughs> no avatar has ever done that. Oh, man. I just, I just feel like I <clears throat> there's some people out there who have watched like 50-odd episodes of this, and it's like each person gets a really cool power, <laughs> and Archie gets piss bending. Oh, it's That's just... The coolest power. You said the, the best power. <laughs> Look, give the people what they want. <laughs> Apparently yeah, they I'm want water sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. Don't let me interrupt. Um, I, I will be like trying to get wrong to like, like. He doesn't have like a rock pouch or anything, hey. No. I'm sorry, a rock pouch is that? Well, a you know how I've got like a water pouch. Oh, like, like it's, um, it's not it's often his, that he hasn't been able to. Just- yeah, there's not often he hasn't been able to just pull rocks out of the ground. But we're, we're flying. As as you as you ask him that, he looks and goes, "Oh mate, that's that's actually not a bad suggestion." No, no, I should, okay, I should he invest in a. Yeah, I should invest in a pouch for my stones to keep them safe <gasps> and secure. Rock. Rocky. No, 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 no. Rocky is a special boy, and I'm going to take care of Rocky. Oh, I haven't fed just, him in a few days. <laughs> he goes and I just up want him pack. to like put it near my like near me and see if I can like do any like if it reacts to me or if it was like a once-off thing because obviously i'm not sure if it's a he, one-off he thing. pulls out rocky uh you can see that he has carved two little eyes 
into into Rocky's surface. And as he passes you, Rocky Aquila, you look down at this probably what looks like maybe. Um, oh, Dave's raising his hand. Yes, Dave. I would like to retcon that when I gave it to him in that googly eyes. <clears throat> you gave it with googly eyes. Yeah, it's because it was a pet rock when I gave it to him. It wasn't a rock that became a pet. That's true. Um, yep. You look at the googly eyes as, as Rung hands over the pet. They sort of shake a little bit uh, on the surface of the rock. I, it's it's it is a bit bizarre to me that uh, the world of Avatar has googly stick on adhesive googly eyes during Roku's era. But hey, whatever. <laughs> Why not? Well, I think I think they're a staple. They've honestly, been around yeah. forever. Yeah, like, that's true. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a good point. That the uh, Ordovician period in our own history was full of googly eyes being slammed across salamanders, slowly making their first foray onto the shores of pri- primordial seas. So why not, hey? Um, as you as you look at the, the pet you rock... You lost me. You used too many bigger words. <laughs> Sorry. As you look at, <laughs> as you look down at uh, at Rocky, the pet rock... Um, yeah, talk me through. Are you like kind of trying to focus? Are you trying to sort of like concentrate? Are you trying to sort of achieve a, a sense I just of like harmony? S- nah. You're just gonna hold it. I just wanna like hold it and see if like if it reacts. Cause I'm not sure if a killer would know what the fuck is going on, or if it just like was a one-off thing. I just want to try and see if it, like how it reacts to things. That's all. You hold the rock, Aquila. Nothing happens. Oh, dope. Feels like it weighs maybe 500, 600 grams in your hand. It's cool and to how the much, touch. And how much Smooth. piss is in this? Uh, as you examine the rock, you estimate somewhere between zero and point zero zero one percent. That point zero zero one's all I need. <laughs> it turns out it's not. And as you focus on the rock, nothing <laughs> seems to happen. All right, I give the rock back. Dumb Isn't rock. he such a pretty boy? I like to give him head pats. It's his favourite when I tickle him under his chin. Yeah, all right, Ron. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, yeah. what would you be doing while this is happening? What's what's Marco up to? Just looking scared. Yes. Okay, fair enough. No, yep, Marco's yep, just sort of scared. seated at the back of Mango, shaking backwards and forwards. Um, going, I'm going yeah, to finish. I'm going to finish. Trying to figure out who spilled the information, like the secret information about the clay. Ooh, yes. Who do you want to? Now that you've had a bit of a chance to reflect. Do you want to make me a uh, focus check just to see if you can kind of come up with a list God, of names of people God who might have it. spoken yep, okay. to the Ember Island players and who might have told them everything about you? Because, yeah, the Ember Island players knew a lot. Seized it. Grease, just saying. Seven, success with consequences. As you reflect, Marco, the first thing that comes to your mind is Occam's razor. The simplest answer is often the correct one. It is possible. This one person has been following you around this whole time and has ratted you out to the Ember Island players at every given opportunity. It's possible. It's far more likely that all they've done is gathered rumors and information from a wide array of sources, both those known to you and those unknown to you. You know that rumors and stories can travel quickly. I mean, in this world, uh, I mean, as I said, it's it's pre uh, Ang pre chorus so there's no newspapers like there's no centralized information being sent out a lot of news travels word of mouth during Roku's era and so like, merchants who travel from place to place would bring stories and this is information being transmitted from one person to another person to another person and it would change each time to make a better story and that's probably why 
some of the things the Ember Island players did was not quite how you remember it. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing as well, right, is that you know for a fact the Ember Island players are the Fire Nation propaganda playwrights. Like, their entire purpose is to write plays that make the Fire Nation look awesome. Probably that also played a role in uh, some of the adjustments that were made. Yeah, just a small, small part. So, you, I mean, there's a number of names that come to mind, a number of faces. I mean... Who knows? Maybe they spoke to that crazy old man in the desert. Maybe they spoke to some of the people who were at the the Fire Nation encampment at the Siwong Rock. Maybe news travelled south from the Northern Water Tribe after. Oh, that's some that's some crunchy. Sorry, ASMR. I thought I'd muted by unmuted. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Marco, there's a lot of places that this news could have reached the Ember Island players from. Yep. Cool. Cool. I, I mean, you. I would say seven success with consequences. You, yeah, there's no one no person. Yeah. You, you think this is just a lot of sources of information where they yep. could have got this from. Cool. I mean, the whole bit with the wheels barrow. I mean, the person who you stole that barrow from, he had a grudge against you. <laughs> probably yeah, that, that, probably that, put out names true. and descriptions looking for the wheelbarrow. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all I wanted posters. We just have a bunch of wanted posters all around the place and they just keep finding them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that, Marco, as you reflect, there's, there's no way it was just one person. This clearly yeah. was a number of people speaking to the Ember Island players. Cool. Now I'm stressed about other stuff. That's fine, though. Now you're stressed about other things. Okay, perfect. I mean, that's good to move from one stress to the other. Keeps the heart pumping quickly and ensures a quick, quick early death. Marco's so never stressed. <clears throat> it's a good to find <laughs> character trait. Um, Rung spends this time sort of sitting at the back of the Sky Bison. Um, he's going to, after Akila's suggestion of making a, a rock pouch, he's going to start taking things out of his backpack and converting one of the pouches to hold rocks and pebbles ready to go for next time. Perfect. Question. Yeah. Go, Where's go, go. he putting the stuff that he's taking out of that backpack? He's just putting it into the saddle. You watch as Rung oh, okay. unpacks, like there's a few chunks of coal uh, he pulls out what looks to be some sort of book that has never saddle. been leafed through. Um, as you as you look at the title of the book, uh, it talks about strata, uh, m- m- mineral strata, and uh, what would I say? Mineral, yeah, probably just mineral strata. <laughs> so, clearly, Rung has never read this book because he takes it out places on the saddle next to you guys. Pulls out some rations and sort of tucks them into the saddle bags as well. No, I won't need food. I can. I can I'm a pretty pretty keen. Hunter, I can I can rustle up a meal. Cool. Probably more important, I transport inedible, inorganic material in my backpack. That we can all agree time. on that, can't we? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love yep. that you guys aren't helping wrong at all. Uh, no. Well, Brandon's not here, so fuck him, right? <laughs> the- He's fine. He's had enough sesame oil. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> as as the journey continues onwards a few islands begin to crop up breaking the blue ocean beneath you this monotonous blue the weather is pristine sun shines high above but the speed at which mango is flying keeps a cool breeze moving across you at all times preventing you from overheating below you the waves look fairly calm and you can see the water rushing by underneath them. As I said, a few a few islands begin to break up the monotonous ocean beneath you. After another 
three hours, you begin to see what looks like the beginning of the coastline. You would know both Marco and Sherva um, from your uh, journey from the Fire Nation to actually arrive uh, in the Beifong Estate. Um, you know that the edge of the Fire Nation lands actually forms almost like a tail and a tip as it gets towards uh, the edge of the Earth Kingdom. Um, it's the beginning of the sort of the peninsula that leads towards the the Fire Nation um, Fire Nation lands, and you know that that sort of continues around, forming almost what was once a mountain range of volcanoes that then leads to the capital city, um, the Fire Nation capital, far far to the west. As you arrive at the very edge of these island chains, you see what looks like an enormous crescent island with a large volcano rising from the center, a plume of smoke slowly making its way out of the caldera, a soft glow of red light from deep within revealing magma deep beneath the surface. Marco and Sherva, you would both know that Crescent Island is where the Fire Sage Temple is located, one of the Fire Sage Temples. And when you last spoke with Mazon, that was one of the areas that, I think that was the temple he said he was heading back to on Crescent Island. He's already back there. He, he did have a two-day head start, so possibly. Um, my question Wait. is, hello? Two days? Well, uh, no, sorry, one day head start, because you guys got to... Uh, Barsing say no sorry 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 you got to Omashu uh, he then headed off you guys went into the city went had a look around then went to the play then came back had a sleep and then departed on Mango after the so um, maybe a 12 hour head start 12 hour yeah 12 to sort of 16 hour head start yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 12 to 16 hour head start although to be but fair you took a slow boat whereas we're taking a flying bison that's very true although you mm. do know the Fire Nation steamships both Marco and Sherva know the Fire Nation steamships can run quite quickly and against the wind my question to you guys is did you want to stop off at crescent island did you want to visit the fire sages at all was there anything you wanted to do there or would you rather fly on continue making your way towards i mean because the fire nation's a big place right and at this point you don't really have any leads on where to find the dragon spirit where to find the oh marco's got his hand up yes andrew we did we got a lead um where was it i think I think, oh no, you, you, Mazon said something, and I think someone else said something. It might have been you, just straight up, just you. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> A voice from uh, the gods. It's your subconscious. Whenever, whenever I speak to you as your characters directly, it's your subconscious. So if Sam no, 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 I don't like, have a subconscious. Oh, you notice that. Rung is cleaning his toes on the back of <laughs> and he's just flicking the stuff I'll onto the saddle. Was yeah, it? It's disgusting. Or should I hang on? Should I do it like the narrator from Baldur's Gate 3? Rung pulls a small blade from his pack and begins cleaning his toes. It's foul. Like that? I. That was good. Thank I you. Enjoyed that. Thank you. That was hot. <laughs> yep. Can I, go back play, can I go play Baldur's Gate now? Just out of no. curiosity. Yeah. No, we're playing Outside Legends. Um, yeah, uh, Marco. Wasn't it? You, there was either... There was an island. There was an island. The Fire yeah. Nation is made up of a lot of islands. No, 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 no. no. So. I'm, I'm putting the pieces... Like, There's a map in my head, and I'm trying to put it on the map. 
was it like Chin 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 Island? Oh, that, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. totally. Yeah. Um, it, there were, I think there was some near where Roku was. So you're actually not too far from Roku's island. Um, there's uh, a village in between. There's actually two villages in between where you are now and Roku's island. So there's uh, Janghui Village and Shujing Village. Um, for those of you who would be fans of Avatar The Last Airbender, Shujing is where Sokka actually learns from the Swordmaster. Um, and Janghui is where um, uh, Katara dresses up as the Painted Lady. And it's also where I think Aang goes to school as well, right? You know, he joins the Fire Nation yeah. for a bit. I'm pretty I sure that's Jankui Village as well. I'm pretty sure that's Jankui Village as well. That's too risky for us. We're probably going to burn them down. <laughs> too risky. You, I mean, Marco, Javik, you are from the Fire Nation. Marco, you're the son of one of the important ambassadors of the Fire Nation. Have you met the, us? The ambassadors of the Earth Kingdom. Like, you, Subconscious, out of all have you met of us? the people... Subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, I mean, you, yeah. I would actually... Too. I think, guys, we should go to the Sages. What, whatever anyone... you and Sherva think is best. I mean, you guys are the locals, so... Um, you you got to trust my instincts? So I trust Sherva's instincts, and... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... And... I trust your... I trust Sherva's judgment in you. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks? I guess. You're welcome, Marco. Anytime. Identify your favorite Fire Nation member without identifying your favorite Fire Nation member. <laughs> so, sure. Trevor, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you asked. Thank you. I so, think... Oh, actually, would you like to go see your sister? That can wait. Um... <laughs> so your sister would be in the Fire Nation capital, definitely. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think, yes, and you're not allowed to make a puppet of her. Um, puppets are creepy. Puppets are creepy. Trust well, me. Well, I'd be more worried about Akila tearing her arm off. He's got a bad run of uh, sisters <laughs> with and sisters. Right. <laughs> I have a good thing with sisters. Don't worry. That's a one for one. It's okay. She's like in the city. She's not near any sharks. Um, well, neither was, when... neither was Oki's sister. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really like, we wanted to avoid Mazon, didn't we? Yeah, but like, also, because he would they, already they, be there, they would also have the most knowledge. Yeah, but why were we wanting to avoid Mazon again? I remember we talked about it because we're kind of an embarrassment. No, there was a deeper reason. Oh, yeah, because he actually knows what how we fucked everything up. Oh, yeah, to do with the spirits and stuff like that, and we were worried about the consequences of our actions. I remember now. Um, like good people, we are very worried about our consequence, the consequences of our actions. Yeah. So if we go and we see the um, almighty holy people, but I can't remember the, the name of right now. Yeah, that's the word. Um, Don't worry, I've been there before. <laughs> I can't speak English. I, I would say both both Marco and Sherbert, you know that at this period in history, the Fire Sages are still loyal to the Avatar. They're, yeah. they're, they're separate from Fire Nation politics. Specifically, Marco would know this quite intimately, being like, given that you're the son of uh, one of the ambassadors to the Earth Kingdom from the Fire Nation. 
I mean, it's one of Fire Lord Sozin's continued frustrations that the Fire Sages, to this day, refuse to capitulate and bow before the Fire Lords. They they do not follow orders from the Fire Lord. They are almost they a separate entity politically. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's a, it's a source of constant anger for Fire Lord Sozin that he cannot How? get the Fire Sages in line. How hard do you think it would be for us to try to get a connection to the spirit world at Roku's place so that we can speak to him and see if he knows anything about where to find... <laughs> that, that was a wanting a million the first time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but we managed to do it, and we've three of us, four of us, now have a direct connection to some kind of spirit, and we have some kind of power from a spirit, so... Rung counts on his fingers and then goes... Oh yeah, I'm the odd one out. Oh, it's alright, buddy. And one of us can spirit bend. Yeah, I, I've touched two spirits. What? You shouldn't be proud of that. Um, Akila, <laughs> how and easy? And one of them touched you. <laughs> how easy is it for you to create some kind of gate to the spirit world or some kind of connection to the spirit world? Um, Dad. You know for a fact you cannot create a gate to the spirit world. The, the oh, north okay. and south poles are the gates. Um, you, you definitely cannot create a, a gateway to the spirit realms. So that is very okay. much beyond your uh, your uh, server. Yeah. No go. Okay. But you, you consulted your conscience. Yeah, but, I, just, uh, I was talking to my dad. As you reflect on <laughs> your teachings you as conscience? a as a as a sage of the water tribe, as you reflect on your teachings. Oh shit! I was a sage. Yeah, remember? <laughs> so long ago. You got As fired. You, reflect, you were fired for gross <laughs> negligence and um, just general shittery. Uh, as you, as you uh, focus on your training and remember back to your training, meditating and trying to commune with the spirits, I mean, that's part of your training. That's And, and there are times where spirits begin to emerge into the, the physical realm. There are times where sometimes if you're in the, in the right frame of mind, and a place is really spiritually charged, you can sometimes not fully project into the spirit wilds, but at least get an understanding of, of a sense of feeling from them. And and your training has included that. So the second part of what Sherva said, that's not that ridiculous. Make Taking a moment to kind of like connect. The only problem is, right, you all know that the volcano island where Roku lived erupted, which means that Finding life there, finding living things is probably going to be difficult. And what that eruption looked like in the spirit wilds, because remember, they're sort of like reflections of one another, the physical realm and spirit realm. Who knows what that might look like? I think we got to go there. Could mm. be very interesting. We have to, have to risk it. Risk it for the biscuit. Go have a look. Wait, when we first went to the spirit wild... Yes. Where did we do it like where was the where the eastern, eastern, air eastern air temple eastern air temple okay yeah because cool. i like i remember sort of falling into like a volcano like pit sort of thing yeah uh, it yeah it was it wasn't a pit it was like a big lake i think when you dropped yeah, from, yeah, yeah that's it was it. a yeah. lake that was kind of like shaped like a bowl yeah, uh, like yeah, most lakes actually are. Now I sound really dumb. Anyway, um, I think we should go there. <laughs> I, th I think it's worth a try. Like, how how long have we got? It's four, five days. 
Sure, let's just bet Yeah, we everything. really need to know where to look, so that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm Owen's not listening, so we've got 17 days to do this. Uh, you do have not have 21. 17 days. You know you have roughly, like, four or five. Oh, <laughs> like, did, did, we have, did we just level up? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I heard uh, that. Yes, we did. We, uh, legitimately, we just leveled at up. The end last of the last, last, at the session. end of the session before, when you, when you tamed the spirit, cool. you did level up. So you have leveled up recently. <laughs> and again now. Um, no. Um, so, okay, I... I, I feel like between Marco's weird like um, connection with the Grace. spirits where he's able oh. to like kind of see them and speak to them a little bit see. more than what we might be able to and then combined with you being a sage, Akila, combined with the fact that I'll actually know how to meditate, I'm Wait. thinking that maybe you guys can we see could them? go to no one saw the fish. I'm thinking we could maybe go to the... Uh, go to Roku's place and try to commune with him. Because who who else is better to know where to find this spirit than someone who's literally living in the spirit world and who can commune with us? The yes. spirit itself. The sage that people that look after the spirits that are here and know where the spirit might be here. But who's to say that they're actually going to help us or speak to us? Who's to say that Roku will help us or speak to us? We say it, we're doing it for know. the Avatar. Like, okay, how far away from the temple is Roku's place? So the temple itself, the, the, fi <laughs> the, fire <laughs> sage, the Fire Sage Temple on Crescent Island, uh, probably you're looking at about another three or four hours from Roku's Island. Possibly even, I'd actually say probably closer to five. You're closest to Crescent Island. You're, you're literally like so 30 minutes like, from Crescent like, Island. Days and I'm like, we have to pick between one of them now. Yeah, it's going to be three or four days. Like, we could go to Roku's Island and then if we don't, and like try if for a few hours and then if we don't find anything, we can Yahoo, go back. We will we'll go to the stages. Yeah. Um, and so if yeah, if we can't get anywhere with Roku, then we can always go to the sages and we could try to get asylum there for the night. So, and then speak to them in the morning kind of thing. Because like right now it'd be what, mid-morning? Yeah, sort of, I, I mean, you've like been flying since dawn, so it's, no, you've, you've already been flying for about five hours. So yeah. uh, it's actually Late probably morning. about midday at this point. Oh. By the time you wrapped up with Pung, by the time you wrapped up with the uh, the Barsing Say Warriors, um, yeah, I mean it's probably closer to midday. Um, you're, yeah, you're only about thirty minutes from Crescent Island. You can see another little section of islands not too far to the northwest of Crescent Islands that clearly has some sort of village uh, on it in the very centre. You can see the village actually in the centre of this vast um, forest that has been uh, growing across the side of this islands. The the centre has been completely cut down to make way for this enormous village and the docks have been set up to essentially store and to maintain a large number of ironclad steamer ships as you even from up in the sky looking down marco you count nine ten eleven enormous ironclads docked at this tiny village like an average size village Innovation. yeah yeah, it's. I mean, this is unusual. This is very unusual. This, and it looks like the docks have been quite recently um, expanded to make room for all of these enormous warships that are currently being mustered. Only a few hours sail slash 
steamboat away from the Why edge of the Why would they Earth ever want to get these? Why would they need yeah. these ships? Hmm. Just, yeah, I mean, we're talking <laughs> like maybe five, six hours as the crow flies from the edge of the Earth Kingdom. Probably a bit concerning that there are this many warships being mustered on the edge of Fire Nation territory, basically. I think they're just hanging out. Yeah, they're just vibing. Yeah, they, they are just hanging out. They're just... <laughs> what's the what's the vibe check? Um, genocide. Oh, love that vibe. What? That's my favorite <laughs> vibe. Um, yeah. I mean, from it's where like you guys volcano. are now, you're probably only about sort of 20, 30 minutes fly from Crescent Island, probably about another hour from this village, from Roku's Island. I mean, remember, Marco, you're, you and Sherva are the ones kind of giving directions and rough ideas of how far away you are, and they are pretty rough. A, you've never flown this area before. You've only traveled by ship, which means that you've also never seen it from above as well. You're having to kind of like correlate what you know from the brief maps that you might have glanced at. I'm guessing Marco didn't take an active interest in the cartography. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Oh, God, no. <laughs> For podcast listeners, Andrew's shaking his head uh, very, very uh, rapidly. Yeah, so you're having to really try and like, oh, that could be that village. Like we stopped there to refuel. Oh, that's and a I, beautiful like, mountain. I've seen that one before. I feel like I've seen it, but it looks so small. That can't, yeah, oh like no, it's... I'm up high. I'm up high. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's actually yeah. Yeah. So roughly, roughly from Roku's Islands, you're looking at yeah, like another four or five hours fly time. Cool. So they're gonna go declare war on the Earth Nation, and we're just gonna skedaddle. That's what because. We're just going to be in a volcano, so we're chill. Yeah, we're, we're going to chill. Let's just not put out. What can we do against any of what's happening right now, realistically? Right. Like, we're, we're, so, we're a bunch of kids. How much do you want to commit war crimes? We've already no, committed so many. Like, we can sabotage everything. You guys have. I want to clarify this. Uh, taking over someone's body without their consent is pretty much a war crime. I'm sorry. I don't um, think so. Prove that. Show me in the show me in the rule book. Would we know much about the ships? And I'm assuming neither of us would really know much about them, like mechanically or anything like that, to be able to sabotage them. Well, that's a good question. Um, like we definitely would have travelled on them. Yes. Yeah. I that's how you would got probably... to the Bayfond Estate for the summit after Roku's yeah. death. That's, I mean, that's how you got there, was by one of the ironclads. I would imagine um, that, like, we would know our way around the ship. I would probably know my way around the ship a bit better because Marco would probably be confined relatively to his quarters. Well, I'm also thinking for security reasons, Chev. I mean, you're a bodyguard for the um, the Bow family. You probably would have done a sweep of the ship, checking all of the ship before Marco and his dad got on board for the very first So, in theory, departure. I would know what sabotages to look for and therefore so in, how to create them. I'm thinking, in theory, you probably have been through the ship at least once or twice to just... Basically, to sweep it and make sure that there's no stowaways, to make sure there's no saboteurs on board ready to, to try and break the ship. You probably would have done this with some other soldiers. Maybe you didn't personally go over the entire ship. Do you want to quickly roll me with what would be the most appropriate roll here? I uh, know, but I hope, hope she focus. rolls like a one. Yeah, I think focus. I think focus is the most appropriate roll. <laughs> <laughs> She's on our team. I can't roll a one, it's plus two. Oh, shit. Ten. Ten. Absolute success. Sherva, as you think over the designs of the Ironclads, you know that these are massive steamships. They're powered by fire. They're, they're powered by flame. 
um, the engines use a combination of superheated vats of water and flame to, to basically turn these enormous paddles to move the ship and, and to power the uh, to power the propellers. Which essentially means that all of those steam wells are bombs. If they get hot enough and the pressure rises too high and there's no escape for that steam, they can blow. That's why one of the, uh, I mean, the first time you were taken on a tour uh, by one of the engineers to sort of give you a bit of a brief overview of the ship. And I'm happy to do this as a quick roleplay. You see here, the steam vent release. If, if the tank gas too full, the steam pressure builds. You just pull this nozzle here and as he pulls down on a lever releasing this uh, blast of steam. What um, if the lever's broken? Well, you have to go up there and do it by hand. It's a bit dangerous. It's a bit hot. If the pressure builds enough, it'll just pop itself open like a cork. But wouldn't that be dangerous if it's popping itself open? Well, better than the whole thing going up like a massive explosion. Better than the whole so thing blowing. So if these levers weren't here and the top couldn't open, what would happen? Yeah, catastrophic. You could lose the whole vessel. You could ship it sink, blow out the side of the hull at least. I mean, the walls here are thick metal, but not that thick. That doesn't seem like a very safe design. I mean, you're welcome to come up with a better one if you like, but the Fire Lord wants these made quickly and as cheaply as possible. We've only got so many resources right now to help finish these as quickly as possible. But you're all right, lassie. You need not panic. Your ward and yourself will be safe on this vessel. Okay. The lion turtles bite. We'll see you to the Bayfong estate with ne'er a whisper of problem. That's a cool ship name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just having to really quickly uh, improvise uh, ship name on the spot. <laughs> that was good. Um, okay, so obviously, like, that's a little flashback moment. Yeah. Um, uh, to get in and remove the levers, we would have to be quick and silent. We'd have to do it when there's no one on the ship. So the engine rooms are down in the lowest hull of the ship, close to the waterline. In fact, probably just underneath the waterline. Um, there's an intake valve that lets in seawater as well to help keep the water levels up because the top of the boat's... Um, release steam and smoke in equal measure uh, at all times so there's always they're always losing steam and smoke so the engine is down at the very bottom of the ship it is probably the furthest away from the hatch in the entire ship to get to you'd have to get through the like top two decks where the gunners essentially are seated where, where the fire fire nation soldiers have their um, holes to help blast fire out the side of the ship there's cannons on the top that are manned there's crew quarters underneath that and then below is the engine room. So what I'm hearing is it's not impossible. <clears throat> it's, How hard it's... is it for you to waterbend what you can't see? Uh, difficult to waterbend what you can't see. If you know water's there, you can kind of feel the push and pull. Um, but obviously the more material there is between you and the water, the weaker your bending is. And there's points where things are too far away or too much encased in other material that you can't bend it anymore. What well, dad said. Uh, I really I wish so there was some way so to like turn the water into like a rock and kind of like just 
the top layer of the water turning into some kind of rock would be awesome. How and close would I have to be? Like the DM kind of thought out this new power that Aquila's got. And then it but I don't you didn't think that what, far ahead. Come on. What does this me? have to do with piss bending? <laughs> you did this. You People piss in the ocean all the time. <laughs> I no no. This is one of the one of the big things was like salt. you can now create kind of like physical structures out of salt from seawater. How close handy. do be? You'd need to be pretty close. I mean, I'd you don't even know how this power have, works yet. So we would probably have to be like inside yeah. i would imagine because you created crystals on your wrist by touching you probably need to be touching it in some way because it would be a very weak power and we would need to potentially break the you levers leave as well. my power alone all right i'm sure it's pretty strong once i learn how to use it okay so just uh, add, just uh, a <laughs> how much electricity would i need to electrocute the boat? Like 12. To electrocute the boat, to make the boat... Like, are we talking lethal? Are we talking static shock? How much electricity are Just you wanting a, to discharge onto the like people Like, would that mess with anything on the boat? It all sounds that, like it's more mechanical than electrical. Like, would that cause it's anything a lot, it's to a, happen? It's a steamship, yeah. So there's, there's not a lot of electricity. Like, it, electricity wouldn't necessarily damage the boat itself, but because it's made of metal, anyone on the boat in contact with the metal... <laughs> would receive a shock depending on how much electricity you could put yeah. through. If you were to lightning bend, for example, yeah, into that's... the boat, that could be problematic for most people on board. Yeah, that could be really bad. Well, I mean, one of the big drawbacks of these boats is that um, if lightning were to strike them, it's going to be conducted all through the metal. I mean, a lot Thing of it is... will be lost to the seawater around it because salt water also yeah, conducts that... electricity. Yeah. So it would be diffused pretty quickly. But if a lightning bolt were to strike maybe one of the chimneys anyone around that chimney or on the deck within like let's say five ten meters would receive a pretty nasty shock nothing lethal but it'd hurt it's maybe good for like a distraction it would it's be yeah. at most. It, it, just it a lightning a bolt coming from shore <laughs> okay. okay so we're going to roku's island right well, we we could just sabotage you, a little. You want to do a little? We want to do a little sabotage. We do a little. Yeah. Sab. You want well, to do we'll a little sab? Hey, what hey, did hey. I say the other day? Um. What What's wrong with getting our wanted posters putting on? Genocide, war crimes, scale boss, or something. <laughs> they, they'll they'll know it's us because we'll find out a sky. Yeah, that, like right? there's no so way. Surely it's going to be genocide, war crime, fire lord, right? Like that's the <laughs> like, that's the full version. We'll be executed. Well, don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we want to try to do anything about this, or do we want to just? We can loop back to this. We are on a bit of a time schedule. Apparently, they're going to still be here. As much as I'd like to, they're they're warships. And there's like nine of them. They 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 shoot fire out of the sides of them. Perfectly once. We have to do it nine times. Yeah. And Mango's not small, so they we can't stealthily get there. All right, let's go to the volcano. Can you rust the ship with salt? I'm having an I idea. I was cooking. You were cooking. I've got a good idea, good guys. Idea. Look, the 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 boats in the harbor. Right, there's boats in the harbor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an entrance to that harbor. 
<laughs> it's not as big as all the boats. What if we yes. just sabotage the boat that was like closest to the entrance to block the way out? Or we like got one of the boats to block the entrance and then sabotaged it. And then that would be kind of funny. We used to do a similar thing with uh, with run-ins of water in the coal mine when we needed to block off a particularly dangerous seam. Uh, I'm not going to do the full run. Right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to do the, the full run because Brandon's not here, so we won't get to do the full run. I won't steal Brandon's thunder as Rung does another monologue about how coal mining relates to um, somehow everything. Sabotage. <laughs> yeah. What does that, he that, what does he keep saying these days? It's like um a little bit of corruption is good or something like that. That's yeah. the latest thing he's been trying to yeah. pull. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Brandon. Um yeah. He's got a point. No. No. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> idea, wrong. Hey guys, what if we technically <laughs> we would be using corruption just no. Uh, no, 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 guys, I mean, stop, 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 right. stop falling for his lies. We could, we could destroy the front of the um, the harbor, really. Well, what if we just made like, a layer of salt? It'd be like a book salt. I read. Like a I have, thick I layer. I probably have to be very close. Like no, no, just in the water, just like in the like. Why can't we just build a wall? And make the uh, make the Fire Nation pay for it. <laughs> oh God, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I was going. With that. Well, in, in the um, at the end of it, we have a song saying like, "Why can't we be friends? Oh, why can't we be friends?" No, no I think no. So, because there was a movie and the girl died on the tire swing. <laughs> would you be able to waterbend waves? <laughs> Would you be able to waterbend waves like big enough to slowly move the ship to where we want it to be, but turned around so that we can go up the inlet without anyone being able to see us and like Mango could like hover next to the ship and they would never see us? Is there just another I mean, boat we can take that can just fit there? I could give it a go, but it's a big boat. And what's to say it's not anchored? Oh no, it is. Yeah, big waves. <laughs> Big waves don't fit. <laughs> or, hear me out. Why don't we just go to the volcano? And, and let, let the him... adult problems be adult problems. Yeah, we, we are on a tight schedule. I think we might need a bounce. Yeah, like... ASAP. <laughs> Oh, my like all of this is life, happening within about five minutes while we're floating over. My <laughs> life is way more important than the hundreds of lives that are going to die due to this war. Nah. Okay, nothing. That's sarcastic. <laughs> You're That's right. That's the most noble sarcasm Marco has ever had. But on that note, also, if we don't fix this wish thing, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It could be way worse. What are the chances that like us doing this wish thing will kind of just like reverse everything back to our okay. timeline okay. okay don't just say that, that, that that's, that, that's the fear and then that I've your been dad living. dies that's the fear i've been living don't don't even bring that up okay anyway we should probably go save this uh that is well there aren't there aren't like red explosive oil barrel barrels like <laughs> next to the entrance or anything is there i'll i'll get to that in a second <laughs> so okay. there are oh marco can i assess the situation oh sorry 
Are you going to try and see red oil barrels on the decks of ships an hour's flight away from where you are now? Yes. Because I'm going to tell you right now you're going to fail that check. (laughs) You're going to fail that check. Sesame oil barrels. Sesame oil barrels. (laughs) Nice, Ruby. Ron's biggest weakness. For this, uh, oh, I'm allergic. Bar. I know. It's, I, if, if it's more than a tablespoon, I'm in trouble. Firewine. Firewine um, barrels. Marco, as Sherva mentions Dark. about the whole situation with the wish. Stop. This is your subconscious. This is your subconscious. Stop. You can't stop this. No, no, you can't, no one can suppress their subconscious mind. Marco, I've learned. you've done a really good job avoiding thinking about this <laughs> the last few weeks. This is the first time you've really been confronted with this. You actually don't really know what's going to happen when you reverse this wish or, or, or appease these spirits. As, I mean, maybe it will reverse the wish. Maybe everything will go back to how it was. Maybe it will keep everything how it is now, but there's no longer that imminent threat of the world falling into chaos as the spirit realm and physical realm collide into one another. You don't know. This suddenly becomes a lot more real. I mean, there's only one spirit left. And then you don't know what's going to happen. You haven't even said goodbye to your dad. Dun dun dun! Uh, the last I'm thing... gonna mark like insecure or or is afraid. Oh, sorry, more. <laughs> or is afraid. afraid more correct? But, oh, or the troubled. La- I mean, troubled. The last thing you said to him was, "I'm I'm gonna deal with these spirits. I'll be back and I'll yeah. see you again soon." That was the last thing you said yeah. to him after Look. after your wish brought him back. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. troubled, insecure, or afraid? Did Which you hug you... him? Troubled Maybe probably works yes, too. If you want, all three. No, you don't need to. Yeah, need all to three. three. <laughs> you don't need to all three. Up to you. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't know what the consequences of this... I think this... you're insecure. Ah. Don't know what for. Don't know what for. <laughs> As Al brings up the giant red barrels, explosive red barrels available, um, Sherva, you don't remember seeing anything about barrels of oil. You know that the Fire Nation ships do use fuel as well as firebending to create the heat and flame to help power the steamships. But, I mean... Even with your uh, roll of 10 before the absolute success, you don't remember seeing any big barrels of oil around. You do you do know that um, some of the, the catapults on deck will soak bolts in oil or stones in oil and fling them off the deck of the ship to create like a, a basically like a flaming catapult. So that there would be oil on the ship. Yeah, you're pretty confident... You would find barrels of oil somewhere on the ship, maybe in the cargo holds or up on deck near the uh, the catapults, the fire lances. I'm just going to call them fire lances. I've decided that it's not like that. So when they go through people, there's less resistance. Yeah. Andrew, did you say that they lube up their catapults? <laughs> so when they hit wrong. people, there's less resistance, and it just goes straight through them. <laughs> Hundred percent wrong. Um, <laughs> oh so I have to distract God. my brain from the bad thing that just happened. <laughs> uh, um, I w- actually, I will add. Sorry, the all of the cruisers, all of the the ironclads, are powered by coal. 
not oil. Turns yeah. out they're all powered by coal. So wrong okay. can earth bend them? Wait, did you say they're powered by coal? Yeah, you got this, man. <laughs> it is like... the superior fuel source. I would have suggested something similar when we met with the uh, when we meet with the Fire Lord in a few few days from now. I was going to suggest. I mean, I was going to tell him about the the excellent coal quality from Laiwowo. If they're, uh, we could set up some sort of trade deal. I think. I, I think we have enough. I don't actually know if we have enough coal. Hey, wrong. Yeah. Hello. How would you break coal and make it explode the easiest? Okay, coal doesn't explode. It's a safe, clean, efficient fuel source. All uh, right. Well, never mind. <laughs> if we were, to you, start could, a you fire could set it on fire. That's coal. the best you can do. Mm. I think I think we just let them be. Yeah, I don't think there's... We could technically do the one ship and then try to stop the rest, but like... Well, what's to say that the one will do anything? But then they know we've done something. And there's still also eight more ships. Then they're gonna... We're wanted, because guess what? We're the only people with a flying bison. Okay, um, We go to Roku's island which is three or four hours from here, and then as it gets dark, we come back in the dead of night and we do a stealth Christ, mission. Okay, if the ships <laughs> are still here when we get back, we can do a stealth mission. Yeah. We we would be able to see them as we fly back to Crescent Island because, like, they're yeah, only, definitely. like, an hour away from each other. We'd yeah. be able to see it in the distance and see if there's torches and stuff still aboard, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So if on our way back to Crescent island we see them do we, do we, do we like i mean we like it may even masks? be night right so we'll have cover it's and definitely going to be night time if so it's we like face masks and like black clothing and like maybe like a head well your clothing's already pretty dark isn't it yeah except for like the gold trim and like the red the reflective metallic gold trim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, you could just everything take the that's reflective. That he specifically asked for. Yeah, yeah. Like I purposely asked for the reflective stuff. Uh, look around, um, man. Like we're right near the ocean. We could just grab some mud and fucking dirty ourselves up and hide in the dark that not way. Not again. Not again. I don't get dirty. I've got my new robes on. Yeah. You can clean them so easily. You're a waterbender. Nah, I don't like feeling dirty. So I mean, you I'm did some it. pretty dirty things in the Northern Water Tribe. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so just, just, so fully aware, just so you're fully aware of timelines. Just so you're fully aware of timelines. So if it's five-hour flight from here to Roku's Island, you'll be getting there around about sort of five o'clock-ish. Yeah. Yeah. If you spend an hour there and then fly back to Crescent oh, Island, yeah, you're getting back runner. to Crescent Island almost at midnight. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, just That's just so good. just That's so you're fully aware of your times. Perfect. No, just want to make sure. Um, I'll. I really you know so that. We can spend an hour or two trying to meditate, and then we could come back this <clears> way, <throat> find somewhere to camp for the night, and then go to Crescent Island in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of showing and, and up there in the middle of the night. As soon as Sheva says that, I'll. You know that Mango. I mean, Mango's already been flying for three, four hours at this point. Another five hours, Mango's going to be pretty tapped. That's nine hours nah, of Mango's solid flight time. That's a lot for Mango. Mango's still quite a young Sky Bison. I mean, she, before this, she hasn't really done big journeys before. This if is... I were to focus the whole time on reducing air resistance to speed up our flying. Ooh. I feel like that would, would be that exhausting be... for you. It's going to exhaust you. <laughs> but that's a trade-off. That's a, that's absolutely a trade-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, what if they give us how, like Because there's a big like, advantage cool. of getting to Crescent Island at night. What if they give yeah. us cool like flame at the back to make it look like we're going faster? Jet propulsions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um, if if we're gonna be stopping and meditating for roughly two hours, are you gonna be too spent to be able to do that? If you do. Hey, hey, and can you sit way? down for an, for two hours doing nothing? <laughs> and do the thing that, it's like, deep concentration. Air, air nomads are known to do? It's not, he's it not going to be sitting still. He's going to be moving around the whole time. Because like, airbending is not just... He just, like, claps his hands oh, together they, they, and holds them out Meditating. When we get to the volcano. When we meditate at the volcano. Like, the I thing is, though, like, bending and meditating would both be, like, mentally taxing. Oh, but we got the spirit physically bending. taxing can, as well, definitely. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, Akila can help look after us at the volcano. You don't, you don't need me that much. And besides, meditating is just sleeping. Uh, I no, think you're just um, sleeping. I think all you're doing is sleeping, Mako. Yeah, I... Yeah, you... If I have been the... No offense. <laughs> I, I, do you do much meditation uh, training in your fire bending? He does it, he does it every, don't do night. Any, every night. Yeah, don't every do night. do any meditation training. Okay. I've only well, learned to uh, meditate from you. <laughs> how about I try for as long as I can and see how we go? Yeah. Even like a little bit extra will be good. Mm. Um, so Al will do a combination of his air bending as well as his weather bending to and try then... and reduce the density of air in front. Would Akila then be moisture, driving? As well as. Yeah. Definitely. So, Killer, we go that way for five hours. Gotcha. I thought it was that way. That's Marco, why you're not driving. Stop it. <laughs> no, no, no. Al doesn't. Al, you don't know where you're going. You're relying on Sherva and Marco. I tell uh, Marco to stop being stupid. We're heading that way. <laughs> do, you, do you know where you're going? Like we're both pointing the different yeah, directions. We, we all I, point I would imagine directions. out of the two of us, I would probably have more of a grasp of. Like, I, w- I would have seen more maps. Wow. <laughs> definitely, definitely would like a focus uh, check from you, please, uh, Sherva, to see how well you can navigate. You've got focus, you right? Right? Ten. Ten, absolute success. Yeah, it's that I way. can navigate yeah. really well. <laughs> Continue west, away from the Earth Kingdom. Keep moving west. Um, the sun uh, is directly above you, which makes it a little bit harder to know <laughs> north, south, east, and west. But... Uh, you haven't turned Mango off her course. Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be right, peace I've got when a, we I got a GPS um, anyway. You do not. <laughs> yeah, built-in, built-in GPS on. Do any of us have a compass? Jeep? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you think we've got useful items? When One of when, us you, when you glass, were talking to the pirates at Kyoshi uh, Kyoshi on the pirates um, map, merchant ship, you bought a pet rock for Rung instead of a compass. <laughs> Just so you know, because <laughs> they would have definitely had a compass. Trevor, do you have and, the and some fans? I stand by my choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I never had a spyglass. Does one of us have a spyglass? I have sand I boots, still in case I those are still I've useful. Like, damn it! Like <laughs> Alrighty. Al, could I please get a harmony check? Not focus. Nope, it's harmony. You are trying to Just essentially. Done. Success with consequences. I'm going to get you to mark me a fatigue, as this is a very fatiguing job. As you focus, uh, standing just behind Mango's head, probably, let's say with Akila, 
seated right in front with the reins. You're sort of standing just behind him. As you begin moving through a series of gentle and repetitive movements, the first hour or two goes pretty quickly. You don't find the fatigue starting to sink in at first. But over time, the continual movements begin to strain your muscles. You begin to feel them protesting at this continuous, ongoing stretch you're essentially putting them under. As you continually move your hands forwards and around, back, forwards, almost looking like a, a form of Tai Chi, continually being performed. This does indeed rapidly speed up Mango's movement through the air with this method of sort of like pulling air around her to reduce drag and also giving her a little bit of a tailwind, Mango's speed picks up dramatically. You shave off an hour and a half of this journey. I'll, I'll think back to like the time on Kiyoshi when he went running with the uh, Kiyoshi warriors and um, he's digging deep and it's like he he needs to become better. He needs to step up to Sister Taka's like expectations of him and so oh, he's like fully focused into it. No, no, that's uh, your biddy. Um, <laughs> I don't think we want to use that word. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's, yeah, he's, he's really into this as a training exercise as well. As the final hour elapses, three hours, in the distance, a large towering monolith of stone rises from the ocean, an enormous volcano. One half has completely broken down the caldera has collapsed and you can see rivers of now solid magma marking the side of this enormous island smoke still rises from the caldera a large plume of dark black almost this thick smog pumping into the air from deep inside the bowels of this enormous volcano wow how did we nearly not find this place you didn't see it at first. You're pretty far away, all right? Um, <laughs> that's the uh, um, actually. Uh, <laughs> the island is barren and lifeless. Sheer dark black basalt is the only surface you see. There's no trees, Stop. no grasses. Basalt, you son of a bitch. Um, this is no grasses, no trees from sort of your view high up in fact there's no landmarks at all just this broken open caldera and this long line of magma that has solidified it almost looks like for i guess for Aquila's purposes it almost looks like a um enormous frozen waterfall petrified in rock mm. you can see the swirls and shapes and waves of the stones when it was once liquid from high above. It gives this, in, this feeling of movement, even though it is completely solid. And as you bring Mango down and begin heading towards the island itself, Rung leans over the side and points. I've uh, done a quick uh, little check for him. Oh, I just wanted to let you know that there's a section over there that the the rock has, uh, the magma's flow, sort of float around something, some sort of uh, thing there, something like an outcropping maybe, or maybe something else looks like it's sort of like bunched up and pooled there. Could be some sort of structure maybe underneath. Who knows? That was very Just, articulate, Ron. Uh, it's more articulate really than I normally am. Sorry, let me, let me try that. Oh, there's a lumpy <laughs> bit there, guys. Look at that lumpy bit. Do you want to go check uh, out the lumpy bit? Yeah, let's go to the yeah. lumpy yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's the like wrong, you also, Ron. Good, good, good stuff, Ron. 
There's a lumpy bit. Look, I wonder if there's coal there. Do you reckon it's a big pile of coal underneath the lumpy bit? There might be, be careful for the diamonds. air road bumps, though, on our way over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should keep an air... Yeah, actually. Akilu, have you been keeping an eye out for air rope? Oh, no. Al's been airbending them away. <laughs> he almost got me there. <laughs> almost tricked me. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's wrong to put on diamonds? Ask him. Wrong. What is your opinion on diamonds? If like coal's great, what are diamonds? <laughs> diamonds refined coal. It, look, it's pretty to look at, but it has no, it doesn't have much practical use. Not like coal does. Okay, that makes sense. I guess in some weird way. Oh, well, I guess in a way, the weird lumpy bit. You could kind of call diamonds like rotten coal, like it's gone off and gone stale, oh, no. and that's how it becomes no. a diamond. You had me in like the first half, sort of. I want to start it. <laughs> Lost me in the second. <laughs> well, it used to be useful. Now it's just this like clear, pretty thing. Yep, clear, pretty things are totally not. Sorry, useful. Brandon. Again, you're not here, so I'm completely ruining your character. But also, this is very in keeping with what you have said. I was wrong for the entire 53 episodes we've recorded the, so far. So diamonds are just corrupted coal. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just rotten coal. It's just stale. It's gone off. Lifted out in the uh, lifted out yeah. in the sun too long. Yeah, if you leave coal and magma too long, it sort of like compresses and becomes this sort of shitty crystal thing. I don't like it. It's pointless. So lumpy bit, huh? Lumpy as, bit. As yep. you lead Mango down and land on this ancient petrified river of lava, Rung's assessment of the stone from above proved correct. You can see burnt sections of wood poking up through gaps in the basalt below where the magma has frozen and solidified. It looks like there was maybe a structure here long ago that has been completely engulfed by the lava. Four weeks ago? Oh, yeah, as in, sorry, as in the structure has been here for a long time and is oh, recently okay. been covered by the so, <laughs> I was like, sorry. what? Sorry, let me rephrase that. Sorry. It looks it looks like a... Because the bits you can see that haven't burned, because any any of the wood that was touching the magma has completely burned and scorched. But there are still a few sections rising above that aren't as scored, uh, aren't as charred and blackened. The wood looks old and aged, not just because of the smoke and the fire. It looks like it's been here for a long time. But the, the magma covering this... I mean, it's hard to know how long how long ago this was covered, but I mean, you know this volcano only erupted five weeks ago, six weeks ago. Hmm. Do you that was when Roku died. Rung could lift structure out. I, uh, I, I, I can, I can't really lift up a building. I'm pretty strong, but that's, that's probably beyond what I can do. Yeah, fair. Can I, I knew can I, I was that? hoping for too much. I can burn assess the situation thing. to make sure that there's no one watching us. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You are so paranoid, no, my I, guy. There's actually a group of tourists. <laughs> <laughs> you turn like, around and see Philod Sozin, Philod Sozin standing there pissing on a grave. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me a moment. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Get him! Get him now! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll oh, seven. Yeah, so when I was landing, I was just keeping an eye out to see if there was The island there. is deserted. There's no sign of life here at all. There's no birds, no insects, no animals, no plant life. This island has been completely scorched of anything organic. There is nothing left. 
should we... Akila, do you feel anything, like, spiritually around here? Uh, Dad? Can I roll? Uh, that would be a harmony roll. Roll to feel. Thanks, Dad. Roll to feel. <laughs> Absolute success, 11. As you focus, this area feels dead, almost. There's this sense of emptiness, nothing left behind. As you reach out and try and focus, can't feel much of anything. This place just feels dead. Oh, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> is there is there anything you can feel a bit further away? Or is, there, is, it, is it just... It all feels dead. Let's, let's just jump off here and see what's here. Let's have a look at the... Inspect the building. Have a quick round. Okay, we can try and, get some uh, rest here. Try and earthbend away some of, the, some of the bits of the building. If you want to look inside, I could, like... Try and like earthbend some of the stone away so we can have a peek at We can move yep. bits. That doesn't do you hurt. Do, that? do you want me to do that? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rung begins uh, earthbending. Um, as he essentially uses his his uh, earthbending to crack the stone into smaller chunks and begin pushing it down the side of the mountain. Only takes him about 20-30 minutes before he's carved out a fairly large chunk of the upper section of the roof. Surprisingly, a lot of the inside of the house is still intact. You can see that this looks to be a larger cottage, maybe three or four bedrooms, as well as a central antechamber. The lava hasn't filled it up from the inside. It looks like it mostly burned against the side of the wood, and the shutters kept it out for the most part. There are sections where it burned against the wood and then solidified. But the inside is untouched in a way. Yes, Archie, you got your hand up. What's up, buddy? Uh, I want to. I, uh -oh. I want to jump down. You want to jump into the into the cottage, into the. Yeah. Oh, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, join them. Perfect. No, 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 guys... no, no, no. Marco pushes Ali in and closes the door. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is what happens. Revenge. <laughs> Everyone, let's go. <laughs> I've been waiting thirty sessions for this. <laughs> um, Al lands ever so gracefully on his feet. <laughs> I'm tempted to make you roll with uh, harmony just to see nah. if that's true, Dave. Because uh, yeah, a killer, a killer lands, on off. <laughs> as as the two of you, as um, as double A battery heads inside the uh, the building. Oh, that's what I'm calling your combined name. Um, as you head into the head into the building, this place has an eerie feel to it. You can see that there is food still on the table. The bed, two of the guest beds are still made. The food has mostly rotted at this point. You can see How many that bowls there are, are there? Two bowls are set out. Oh, yes. Three. What is the food? Uh, looks like it was once a loaf Orange. of bread, some cheeses, and then uh, what also looks like some cured meats, corn? and then some pickled vegetables as well. That like somehow popped due to the heat? <laughs> There's no... There is... Oh, sure, why not? There's also, <laughs> as as I describe, essentially, Roku's now abandoned home. <laughs> yeah, there's, the there's, on. Although, yeah, would that have still lasted six weeks? On? Yeah, probably, yeah. As, as you look down, you can see that um, 
the cob a cob of corn has partially burned and you can see these little like white things that have come off it that, yeah it's like popped corn but the Burn inside of the house is, the inside of the house is kind of kind of weird it looks like people only just left and left in a hurry uh, as I say, yeah, two of the guest beds are made. The main bed, as you sort of peek in through the door, uh, you can see that the bed sheets have been pulled off in a rush. There looks like there's a... Um... Two separate beds, you said. So there's, so there's three beds So there's beds two in guest total. beds and one main bed. Yeah, three three bedrooms. Three, three beds and how total. many of them look like have, they've had been slept in? And like the one. Only one looks like it was slept in. The two guest bedrooms look like they weren't used. Is there like Broken three couches or like three chairs? And maybe that, like sorry, Dave? Is it... <laughs> What was that? I missed that. <laughs> I, was being I was implying that Roku, Roku and the, the Fire Lord was sharing a bed. Roku, Roku and the Fire Lord. So, the fi- Sozin wasn't there when the volcanic island. He just left. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He wasn't sleeping the night there. Sure. He maybe wasn't. he slept the night before. Maybe. But Roku's <laughs> wife was also there that night. Oh. That's it. What's up, Lucy? I don't know. Can you hear Lucy making little sucks in the background? Oh, thank you. No. Don't worry. Then. My 16-year-old <laughs> nah, is trying to exist. tell me something. I don't know what she's trying to tell me. She's come to me. I don't know what it was. Uh, are there... Yes. So, so, so one bed's undone. There's one two balls looks... on the table. Yes. For Roku and his wife. Yes. That's probably and a fair assumption. Do we know that this is Roku's house, though? No. Oh, I, look, the next thing I was about to say to Dave before I was interrupted with his stupid fucking, like, <laughs> oh, were they sleeping together? <laughs> um, <clears throat> on a, essentially what looks like a clothing stand next to the bed. Roku's house. <laughs> on, a clothing, on a clothing stand next to the bed. You can fruit. see what looks to be the top half of potentially some sort of ceremonial armour. Layered shoulder pads in the style of the traditional Fire Nation garb. And beneath them, you can see what looks to be a pendant with a blue sapphire. I take the pendant. Yeah, I was going to say, is that worth anything? (laughs) I just think it's pretty. And we haven't had a chance to really loot in this campaign. It might be worth some of the story. As you take the pendant, Sherva, as you pick it up, it feels strangely cool to the touch. Cool whip. Did you just say cool whip? Maybe. Is it cool to the... Oh, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't confirm anything. <clears throat> okay, I want to put it on because it's really pretty. As you put the pendant on, it feels heavier than it should at first. I mean, yeah, as you look at it, you can see that it's clearly maybe some sort of sapphire or aquamarine. Um, it's beautiful. Very well made. Yeah, gorgeous. Hey, Rung, what stone is this? Oh, it's some sort of blue stone. Some sort of gem, I reckon. It's not coal. It's not coal. <laughs> You're so handy to have around. Thanks, my guy. Yeah, look, you're looking for specifics. Maybe it's some sort of, like, Sapphire or like an aquamarine, maybe. Yeah, cool. We're just saying the exact same thing as what Owen said. Could be like a blue jade. Is that a thing? Is blue jade a thing? Sure. Blue jade's a thing. Yeah, it could be blue jade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be like kyanite. 
Yeah, sure. I don't know what that is, but yeah. That's a real thing, thank you. Watch yourself. Yeah, blue jade is a thing. <laughs> I giggled. It's the rarest form. Uh, so then we all leveled up. <laughs> uh, and we... We won! And we, and we, we, did we defeated the last She's spirit. She's getting Lucy up. She needed help getting up. Oh, we just finished, sorry. No, you didn't. We, Fuck off. Yeah, we, we just defeated the last spirit. Um, you watch, uh, you watch Akila as your skin begins to melt off your body <laughs> and you collapse into a pile of goo oh, on the, the floor. Oh, the wish has been fixed. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, is, is there anything else around? Can... Oh, that's definitely going to be an assessor situation check. <sighs> I'm, a, I'm a roll. I'm a, I'm a also, did mind. they? I don't know if they even came down with us. Uh, it's easier yeah. for them to just to, like come down after. Look, I just assume we landed the bison and we all just jumped off. Uh, nine. Nine, Akila. As you begin to look around, Sherva, I mean, your your attention's grabbed by this this blue pendant. Pretty. The, yeah, the sapphire <laughs> and um, maybe probably silver. As you look at it, the chain is made of um, this like silver link. And the sapphire or kyanite or aquamarine, whichever one it is, seems to have Blue been jade. set into a silver uh, setting as well. Akila, as you begin having a bit of a poke around, you come across, uh, basically set up inside one of the cupboards, put away from view, what looks to be some sort of small crown, a small circular disc of gold metal with the Fire Nation symbol on either side, with an accompanying pin through the middle of it. It's only about sort of 10 centimetres diameter, though. You don't know how this would fit on someone's head. I try and put it on my head. Yeah, as you plunk it on your head, it doesn't really stay there. It kind of, like, moves around a bit, and, and you don't know what to do with this this pin that comes with it that goes through the very centre of the crown. You've got no idea what that's for. How that's long right. is Akila's hair? Uh, Akila has <laughs> short hair. It's sort of like a mop that hangs down, shaggy... I think you described it when we did the character art. Basically, Archie's. this. Basi mm, basically, okay. his hair. Yeah, I did Would actually. Would you be use... able to put your hair into a ponytail or a bun? Um, I used to, not anymore. There you go. But like with that length hair, would it? Oh, no, yeah. it's quite short on the back. Oh, okay. I could do like a like a top knot thing. Hey, Sheva walks up to a killer and puts a top knot in his hair, and then. Puts the pin through and yeah, there's just not enough hair to fit <clears throat> this crown on. It's a, he needs a much thicker head of hair, the traditional Fire Nation hairdo, essentially. Sherva, you instantly recognize this. This is <laughs> one of the crowns that is given to a prince of the Fire Nation. You know that Roku would wear one at ceremonial events and often when he was traveling through the Fire Nation. This this is one of those crowns. This is his crown. It's My just being left here. Imagine I rocked up just wearing it. You don't How have any hair. Yeah, crown. I don't have any hair, but just like. It's not your crown, it's my crown. Yeah. You can't you fit just... in your hair. But I found just... it, it's mine. Wait, does Rung have long hair? I'll trade you. Uh, no, Rung has very short hair. Oh. For your old trade you wear it? No For the. Uh... You know what? You know what? Show sure. It's yours. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't want to wear You're... it. It's a boy's You're... crown. 
crowns can be unisex. What's wrong with a yeah? Wh wh why can crowns? you imagine if I rocked up anywhere wearing oh, this yeah, kind no, of headwear? At least with the pendant, I can hide it underneath my garb. Like, no. No, you gotta flaunt it. You gotta rock it. <laughs> no. no. With confidence, it would be so bad. That's the only way. No. Guys, does this mean that no one's been here since Rosie died? Yes. I mean, that was only four weeks ago, my guy. Well, he was the five, avatar. Five or wouldn't six, they, bitch. Wouldn't they usually come and, like, retrieve his things or... Or... I don't know. Is that is that not how Fire Nation does stuff? I mean, no one's really had a reason to come back yeah, out here like, since... Would, would you, most people wouldn't be able to find this because we needed an Earthbender to do this. Yeah, okay. Okay, I guess. I guess. And, like, I, I don't think anyone really came to this island other than to pretty much collect Roku's body and do whatever firebenders do with dead bodies, which I'm assuming is like a Viking-style funeral. I'm sure it's cremation. I would assume so, too. Fire. Find out. Fire nation. Yeah, I, I would assume it's a, like a Viking-style thing. Yeah, how do they do? We're, Funeral pies were standard for Fire Nation, I think. We're, we're good at one thing on one thing only. Oh, but there was a graveyard for the royal family, so... Burning I imagine the royal family would, would get a grave. Because that's a... He got a crown. They're um, royalty, so you need to get remembered. But everything else would be... Pyres. I'm going to rule. I don't... I Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a ruling here. I'm going to say that while... So ashes are kept and buried in in places to honor the dead, but I would say that the Fire Nation would definitely burn their dead, hundred percent. Yeah, um, surely, and it would make surely. sense because then they don't like they probably have like the whole idea of like if the spiritual body is still there, like the attachment, blah blah blah. Yeah, let it go. You think, you think we're spiritual? <laughs> I feel like yes. Water Nation would be more Viking. Yeah. I, don't I feel know. like Fire Nation would just be like cremation. I think, like, I think it is cremation. Yeah. yeah, we're done, guys. We can go home now. Much easier. What are you gonna do? Just it's it's a lot more industrial there. <laughs> just like terrifying. Okay, guys. All the smoke from the factories. Now. That's not smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's god! Not factories. It's not factories. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can Can I look around for something <laughs> that might have been sentimental to uh, Roku, so that maybe we can use that to. Try and, and make a connection. With you, him. you don't need to roll for this, Al. As you look across at the headpiece, as you look at the, um, especially the the, the 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 crown, the the prince, the fire prince's crown, you think you've probably already found something that was sentimental. I mean, you, you, would you think that would have been sentimental? He, he would have only worn it for like no, he he wore moments. it. No, he towards the end of his life he did, but he wore it. Actually, I, even then, I think he actually wore it his whole life all the time. Yes. I'm, I may be wrong about that for five okay. minutes. He wore this all okay. the time. It was it was given, outside of the game, it was given to him by Sozin when he first found out he was the Avatar and was told he couldn't bring anything with him. Sozin gave him the print, the, the prince's crown and said, So he oh, gave him something to bring with him? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Well, because he said, like, surely you'll be allowed Fire to Nation. have this. It's like, it's it's an outfit. It's a piece of clothing or headgear. Surely the monks will Fire. let you keep that. And they did. They Fire did. Nation. Yeah, every like image of them kind of growing up, yes. he seems to pretty much have it. 
that is only yeah. a tattoo. He, I, I'm pretty confident <clears throat> once Sozin gave it to him, he wore it all the time. Yeah, there's one of him when he was training with the Air Nomads wearing yeah. it. So retcon, retcon what I said about wearing it to formal events, he wore this all the time. Except the night he uh, died. Apparently. No, no, oh, definitely. I remember I remember the yeah, scene yeah, no, vividly. The, and yeah, I looked this up no and I was like, oh, I'm going to put the crown in this room. I quickly rewatched that to make sure what he had on him and what he did when he, when he died. I wanted I to be sure. Died to a volcano yeah, he a must have, like, woken up in the middle of the night and not had time to do his hair before exactly he went and right. tried to save the world. Yep, that's exactly right. What a loser. Yeah. Imagine not being able to manipulate fire. So, yeah, Al, you're pretty <laughs> confident you've got something that was very important to Roku already. Hey, Akila, can you... Can you... Do you think you'd use, be able to use something like that to connect to the spirit world where Roku is? I could try. Like, it's a personal item. I mean, I, 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 only one way to find <laughs> out, I guess. Do, do we sit I mean, in a circle and, like, hold hands? Like, what are we no, doing? No, you here? just... Seance. You, you stay away from me. <laughs> I found this board and this like weird triangle thing. Like it's got it's got the letters on it. Do we need this one? <laughs> oh um, I'll Dude. just found this maybe weird just, hand. Just go with Al. <laughs> just me and Al, and you guys can do whatever you Just need. him and Al. Yeah, just me and Al. We can go into the, the um bedroom. Bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> one of the unmade ones, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. Well, Akila and Al, <laughs> I guess, tried to send some spirits through this in this house with the tiara or with the, the ground and and see if we can make a connection to spiritual plane. Perfect. As both of you begin meditating, I'm going to get you both to roll me with harmony, please. Passion? What's with these harmony rolls? Harmony. You're doing things Fuck. that require harmony. I don't know what to tell you. Sucks to su sucks to uh, suck. I mean, I mean, focus counts, right? Uh, Not for I think this. Focus still failed at that roll. I rolled a four. Oh, that sucks. is a four. Sucks to suck, I guess. Marco, that's a Carry ten. Carry me, Akila. I got seven, baby. Seven. That is a I'm going to also go yeah, into a room well. and meditate. And... Yep. See, that's yeah. what our whole idea to come here was. I'm going to do Six. it. Six. Never mind. Alrighty. I'm just staring at the pretty rock. Oh. You've Can never meditated in such a closed, claustrophobic location before. Whenever you've meditated in the past, it's always been out on the, one of the balconies of the air temples. It's been in one of the large halls. This is... It's hard for you to focus with the walls pressing in around you and knowing that on the outside of these walls is solidified magma. Frozen, pressed up against... It's almost like being underground. In a tomb. I'm not it's muted. very, very hard to focus. It's with him around, isn't it? This is, this is such... Thank goodness I'm not trying to build some sort of sense of... I don't know, like... Suspense. Suspense, yeah. Whatever. Um, Akila, Marco, the two of you begin focusing. Sherva off in another room. I mean, yeah, you've never really got the hang of this meditating thing. Yes, Andrew. I would like to say, because I don't have an item, I would actually be trying to connect through the blue flame. Ooh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Just Akila and Marco, as you both focus, yes, 
I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with you calling me that. Um, right, as you both focus um, and begin concentrating, aligning yourselves, calming your minds, and reaching a point of peace within yourselves, there's a sudden feeling, Akila. Feeling of connection. And you watch as the crown vibrates in your hands ever so subtly. And then all five of you, Rung included, watch as the dust around the foot of the, I'd probably say like the main table where you guys sort of climb down, begins to swirl and twist. And as it does so and begins to rise up, a translucent figure emerges from inside the dust. Children, did not think that I would see you again so soon. Ah, you let me cook. Avatar Roku, the ghost of the spirit of Avatar Roku, flickers half hidden, half visible within the the hut that you are currently inside of. Just as well you are still connected so strongly to the spirits, Otherwise, I would not be able to talk to you like this. Tell me, why have you come here? We wanted to try to speak to you and see if you knew anything about where we can find the dragon spirit. Yes, of course. You only have one spirit left to find. I don't know much about the dragon spirit of fire. What I do know, though, as, as Marco gives him a look, he sort of like shrugs a bit and goes, You must understand, during my time as Avatar, these spirits remained within the spirit wilds. I only found out about them after I had died. No one had pissed them off yet. Precisely, Sherlock. <laughs> From what I've heard... From what I have heard, and from what I know, there is, if you'll indulge me, Marco, where do you draw your fire from, your connection to flame? What's your source? For most firebenders, the answer is passion and anger. There's no shame if that is true for you as well. This, this one's more of like a harmonious one as I hold up the blue one. As you try and focus to create the blue flame, remember you've only been able to do this sort of every it's, so it's, often. Yeah. Yeah. As you concentrate and focus, I am going to get you to roll me. Are you using... Actually, before you roll, before you roll, are you drawing upon emotions or trying to go to that calm place within you? So from what I've, what I've sort of put for myself... Is like my normal one's sort of like passion. Um, this one's sort of more like a balanced thing. Yes. Like a like I'm not any side in particular. It's just me. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. You're just trying to not say harmony, so you don't have to roll with it. Actually, I do want to roll with harmony, but like I, no, that's I, harmony makes sense. I think that's a great idea. So he gets to choose what he rolls with. 
No. <laughs> as long as you not. can canonically explain why you should roll with that. Because it was, yeah, because it's sort of more like my center of balance and it's yeah. sort of, yeah. Alrighty. As you focus, delve deep within your own mind and calm yourself. Your flame marker in your hand, this orange-red glow, shifts and changes before switching over to this bright, brilliant blue. Yay! Did it, guys? Did it work? Ah, interesting. Not many can call upon the blue flames. This is good. It means you are drawing forth your firebending from somewhere other than anger, other than brutality. I'm still really good at that one, though. Just putting it out there. Uh, probably best to focus on a different form. Tell me, okay. Sherva and Marco, what do you know of the Sun Warriors? Thinking really hard. Hey, Conscience, now, what do we know about the Sun Warriors? I know. I think. Yeah. Do you, both wanna, do you both want to roll me with uh, focus or creativity? I have to roll. I think it's on roll 20 that I have notes and stuff. Um, 10. Focus? Oh, wait, what was it? Focus or creativity? Focus or creativity. Your choice. Jesus. I've done a lot of 10s today. Yes, Ten. my child. 10 for both of you. I mean, yeah, you know the Sun Warriors. They're um, essentially... I mean, they're, they're, they're firebenders. They're firebenders. They're, they're a, a culture of firebenders that... And the Aztecs. Predate, yeah, they they predate the geez. Fire Nation, the Fire Nation's formation, and they have. I mean, their lands are far towards the north. Over the last 20, 30 years, since the hunting of dragons has kind of picked up in the Fire Nation, the Sun Warriors have disappeared. They were always kind of a bit separate to Fire Nation <laughs> politics. There, they never were part of the Fire Lord's domain, but. No one has really seen or heard from the Sun Warriors since before you were born. In the last probably, yeah, 30 years or so, the Sun Warriors have completely vanished. Um, and with the dragons, like the populations of dragons also starting to decline, at this stage in history, they're just starting to notice dragons are not as common as they used to be. Some people have equated those two things as being related, the Sun Warriors' disappearance along with the dragons. Roku, as, as, as you sort of both nod and look, uh, clearly recognizing the name, Roku smiles and nods. It is one of my greatest failings as an avatar that I was unable to prevent conflict between the Sun Warriors and the Fire Lord. Sozin would not be dissuaded from trying to bring them into the fold and, well, they have a different way of connecting with the element of fire. And they have a long history of connection with the spirits. It's one of the things that defines them as being so different from the Fire Nation as it stands now. I would very much recommend seeking Sun Warriors. A journey far to the northwest of here. If you were to fly over the ocean the whole time, might have some trouble getting there. This will take you past the Fire Nation capital. Deep into the Fire Nation heart of the Fire Nation. But if you want to find the Dragon Spirit, this is the best lead I have for you. 
This is the way. This is the way. Just be like, just hypothetically, is this like a two-day trip, a one-day trip, or like a three-day trip? It sounds like we're going to have to go all the way up. Yeah, it's a, it's a big trip. Sticking like relatively near the... So that you can, yeah, the coastline, like so that you can land and camp. You're looking at about a three-day trip. Jesus. Three-day. Fuck. That's kind of fine. That, that's cutting it close. How confident are you? We're not sabotaging. Mr. Roku, sir. <clears throat> Just Roku or Avatar Roku is fine. No need to call me sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Okay, but answer the question. How confident are you? Um, it depends how fast your bison flies. Fang, my dragon, flew much quicker. So for me, it would probably only take a day and a half. Wow, I flex. Dragons are generally a bit quicker than sky bison. And... You don't have just like Into... a regular spare dragon then, do you? I, I'm sorry. <sighs> that would have been cool. You were, you were you saying to, to, to loop around the coast, but if we went in a straight line there... I just worry that your hard for us to get bison there. would not have anywhere to rest over the open ocean. It would still be like a... If it's a three-day trip around the coast, it would still be like one and a half to two days. I don't think she would make it. That's a long trip. And there's nowhere to really stop because we like the the Fire Nation like curves. And I'm guessing where yeah. you're saying to go is like right up the top. So it's if like... you were to leave first thing tomorrow morning and spend all day flying and fly for most of the day, while as long as you have sunlight, fly and then rest in the evenings and make sure your bison is properly rested. I could see you maybe getting there on the evening of the second day, the early morning of the second day, if you flew through the night of that last day. We, that's, that, that's good. That's good. Otherwise, if you were to sleep through the night of the second day and you were able to so fly we, very, very quickly. Two days travel. Today. You, would arrive, you would arrive just after dawn on the third day. Maybe before, but between dawn and, and midday. On the third day. I mean, one day to investigate. Yeah. And one day to say your final goodbyes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, this is our best lead, right, guys? This is, this is what we Jesus Christ. have to gamble it all on. Yeah, this is, this is all or nothing. Like, I'm a lot more comfortable taking Roku's word yeah. and trying his way than oh, going yeah. back to Crescent Island and speaking to the sages and seeing if they know anything at all. Like, that, that would just be a waste of time at this point, right? That's just, uh, yeah, that's... Uh... Might as well shoot myself in the foot. You must be careful, young ones. You are to head into the jaws of the beast. Fire Lord Sozin has a mind of metal, the heart of flame. His don't focus worry. now is to build. I don't have a mind. He can't corrupt me. <laughs> his focus now is to build his forces. To. I'm not sure what his next step is, but violence oh, and chaos follows. He's like going to attack the Earth Nation. Indeed, this is this is known. Well, uh, yes, yeah. Um, Avatar Roku, you wouldn't happen to have a map and a compass anywhere in your house, would you? A map and a compass? No, I am sorry. Second I... shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm this sorry. This is my survival I... gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I, I don't. Do much I don't believe I had such things uh, in my okay, so You're welcome right. to that's search. It's worth a try. There are a number of villages and towns on the way. You could stop and purchase a map or a compass without too much trouble. Yeah, have a lunch, take an afternoon nap, take your time. No, 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 Maybe. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, you, also, you wouldn't happen to know anything about, like, the Guiding Wind. Ah, uh, I know a fair bit about the Guiding Wind. I clashed with them often during my time as Avatar. I, in fact, it's partially because of my... Um, closeness with the air nomads and my relationship with many of the temples that the guiding wind were so adamant about this isolationist policy they implemented you must understand during my time as avatar the world that the nations were becoming closed off but the air nation remained open and free and when i needed assistance and needed guidance i could always trust the air nomads to provide it I often called upon friends within the Air Nation when I ran into trouble. Unfortunately, the Guiding Wind took this as, well, evidence of the corrupting influence the other nations were having on the pure spirituality of the Air Nomads. And I fear that the stronger my relationship grew with the temples, the stronger the Guiding Wind grew as well. I did warn Monk Gyatso of this a number of times to keep an eye out for them. Cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with those when we get to that, those. That's in case we yeah. survive the spirit thing that might change the whole world again. I mean, in case we don't you know. survive, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, oh, nothing. It's all or nothing, right? All of us together. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, all, all together. All this. Yeah. Guys? <laughs> no, okay. we'll, 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 we'll make this happen. We'll make this happen. Cool. And if I do die, I can trust Sherva to make a wish for me. I thoroughly <laughs> discourage that particular course. Well, we already know where to find all of the spirits, so like, yeah, it's just a, run a, it. A if they come, jump. if they come at the same places, if they come through the from the wilds again at jump. the same locations, yeah, speed run it. Um, do, do you know anything about a man named Ruler who wanted to take control of the Earth Spirit? Not and use his a power man, but I know of a spirit called Ruler. Ah. Is he like a king or something? Because please, just tell no. me. No, I, God I, I damn it! Doesn't have anything to do with uh, kingdoms or nobilities. That's a um, weird name. I have heard that good? name before. He is a, a spirit. Um, where did you hear this name? Oh, we met him. He tried to take control of the um, the uh, Benjamin spirits, um, but we got there. We stopped him. We it was kind of cool. Guys. Then he turned evil. Yeah, that is very concerning. I I stopped him coming through a portal in the South Pole, the the, the Southern Pole, um, thirty forty years ago. Yeah, we just found him in like a Benjamin. Like he and Yavu. Uh, How's Yavu doing? Twins, in a way. I uh, keep the uh, keep the, the container close by to keep him sealed. There's twins that no triplet, right? No triplet. There's, there's no, no like no. A, there's only two. Okay, thank God. Only two. Hey guys, so you defeated both of them. How cool? Yeah, is that? like we're pretty, we're pretty good. Yeah. How did you did you how did you manage to seal Ruler? We broke his staff. Staff. I, like he I gave us this like it. lantern thing that would yeah, then, lantern like, stuff. 
thing. Ah, that, that, just that must be new. I, I and then, like, when we showed it to the bedroom uh, wall, he, like, sort of absorbed the essence from the bedroom wall and made himself, like, corporeal again. Oh, dear. That That is very concerning. Uh, no, I know nothing about this. That is, fortunately, uh, a new trick he has picked up, hey. clearly. Guys, we're two for two. Yeah, let's get three for three with this last spirit. <laughs> okay. Thank well, I don't know. Sounds like you are on the right path. I wish you all the good fortune in the world. Any news on the next Ooh. avatar? Have they been found yet? Uh, I see you hesitate. Probably. What is wrong? The guiding winner trying to hide. They've been found. Just we're not sure if it's by good people or bad people. Yeah. No, no. The the guiding wind must not be allowed to. Yeah, we we tried. We tried. We were trying. We'll figure that out in like like five days. Five days. Yeah, that's a five day problem. Let us get through one catastrophic event at a time. If the world is still here, we'll look after it. Um, on on the note of looking after it. Um, were there any Fire Nation people that you do trust that we could reach out to if we need help here in, oh, um, fast, in the Fire Nation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am um, I still alive? That is a great question. As you as you ask that, it, 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 he was literally about to say, like, "Ah, oh, yes, you probably could try and find my wife. Um, trying to find her name. I don't know. Do we ever know it?" Uh, I don't know. We can trust him. I yes, Tamin. Mrs. Roku. Oh, he has a daughter as well, Rena. Let me just see if she's around. She'd be like, um, stop. Just... Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she'd still be around. Um, I think she'd still be around right now. Like mid, mid late thirties. Uh, God damn she'd it! She'd probably be in her forties to fifties at this point. That's okay. The daughter or the the wife. The daughter. The daughter. Uh the wife would be in her eighties. Okay. My my daughter Rena. Granddaughter. Why are you being weird about this? Um, my daughter Rena, um, and my wife Tamin. Both of trust both of them. They. I shared much of my, my understanding and knowledge with them. Um, uh, Rena lives in a small town, um, not too far from here. Hira'a. Uh, so, 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 just say Hira'a. H Hira'a. H I R A. Apostrophe A. I'll type it in chat. Hira'a. Hira'a. Soldiers. Hira'a. I wonder where Hira is. A mile away. It's just down the road. You can go pick up some milk. It wouldn't be on the islands, otherwise it would be gone. <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, that's a good question. I actually don't know where Hira is. Um, I I guess it's up to me because we don't know 100% where it is. It doesn't look like it's got like a canonical place in the world apart from just being in the fire nation uh, not too far from here maybe a day's journey um, closer it's closer to the capital than here
Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, anyone else that you trust? I mean, I'm surely it's more than just two people, right? Over the road. Uh, yeah, anyone the fire sages. Uh, the fire sages, for the most part, can be trusted. They are, as far as I'm aware, still loyal to the Avatar and still uh, will stand up to the Fire Lord. Apart okay, from good. that, um, I mean, most of the gen- like most citizens of the Fire Nation, I don't believe that they are aware of Sozin's plans. I obviously would avoid any of the royal family. Unfortunately, don't believe they can be fully trusted right now. Yeah, no, that seems legit. No, that, that, I can't we're, imagine we're, we're, why. We're going off that same feeling, don't worry. <clears throat> well, if you have no further questions for me, I think my time here is drawing to an end once more. Uh, okay. Um, so, like, how do we send you off? Like, bye? Bye? Yeah, See you next time. Yeah. High five. Yeah, do you, like do we do high fives? Like what would you watch as like, Roku's form? Bow shimmers. Roku's yeah. form shimmers and shifts and falls away. Rung hey, turns Shepard, you guys. You forgot to ask how does he poo? Yeah. <laughs> Rung turns <laughs> you guys. Who are you guys talking to? You were just staring at that empty table there that whole time. I didn't want to speak up because it looked like you were in deep conversation, but what were you guys doing? Did we actually not see him? No. I couldn't see See who? Sorry, it, it must be a spirit thing. You're not cool that enough. Oh. Uh, yeah, Rung Rung hasn't made a connection with any of the elemental spirits. Uh, he can't see Roku. Same same as Ang. You know, Ang needs to travel to the Fire Nation Temple to see Roku. Unless you have like a, a bond to a spirit, you can't see spirits at the moment. So yeah, that's that's why I'm quickly quickly. We're just so that- better. Quickly retconning so that we can explain why Aang had to travel to the uh, temple to speak to Roku. <laughs> and we <laughs> on the eclipse, and it needed to be on the eclipse. Yeah, it's because it's because the world is currently in chaos. The spirit wilds are sort of pressing into well, the material I mean, plane. He was also dead for like 105 years by that point. I don't know if that probably does. Oh, look, who knows? Let's say it makes a difference. Um, <clears throat> I reckon that's a good place to wrap up for tonight, so that Brandon can be here, ostensibly. I'm going to say that Rung didn't get to see him because Brandon wasn't here. Sure. Uh-huh. That's three days. What you get? Like two right. days of travel. Well, everybody, that is all from us here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been lovely having you all along for Avatar Legends. Tomorrow night, we have our Return of the Giants homebrew D&D campaign. Um, and then we've uh, got the rest of the week just to chill and relax. So for those of you watching us on Twitch, don't go anywhere. We're going to go raid one of our other friends. Those of you watching recorded on YouTube or on podcast platform, thank you so much. Again, if you can give us a like or a follow or a subscribe, whatever the equivalent is on that platform that supports us, please do. It really helps us out. Really, really helps us out. Um, But until next time, stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really soon. Until next time, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bless you. We've got to see the biggest sneeze. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>